Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet, the podcast where M. Wilman, that's me, and Mateo Lane talk about everything that's going on in our lives with no holds bars look at inside our closet, our emotional uh, closet. Yes, I don't know why we do a different intro like this every time. I should really get get it down what the podcast is really about, but it's about really about anything and everything that's going on uh, inside the lives of Emma and Mateo that we appreciate so much you guys listening to and being a part of. Today we sit down with a buddy, uh, Andrew Merkel, super funny comic from Atlanta. Andrew and I met in uh, a comedy club uh, in Atlanta. He was really nice. We've stayed in touch and it was nice to get to sit down with him and Mateo. I'm doing the intro solo today because Mateo and I forgot to do it while we were recording and um, yeah, so I'm doing it now. Here's the episode Go to MateoLane.com, EmmaComedy.com. Thank you guys so much. Really can't thank you enough. We're back, and today Mateo and I have a special guest. We don't know what we're doing because of this microphone situation. We bought two mics and then realized you can't use the two mics at the same time, which so doesn't make sense because we use two mics. We're all on other each other's. Other doesn't make sense. We're on each other's laps, but... Today, our special guest... You can't guest. touch that. Oh, that's the other thing. The microphone we got, they give us like a tripod to put it on, but the tripod can only balance at a certain weight. So, it... who Apogee mic, you can just suck my dick. It's a touchy <laughs> operation. It's Andrew Markle, who is comedian, actor, and fitness expert. You're a fitness expert? No. Oh. I just you try say- new things. <laughs> I did, I did aerial yoga for the first time. That's why I think you're a fitness expert. Because you, your fitness on Instagram, both of you guys have changed your bodies in the past like year and a half, two years. How have yes. you changed your body in the past year? Now you're on Shark Tank. I know. Oh, God. Um, I started eating better. And sit up and, and speak clearly. <laughs> Goddamn microphone. I'm losing it over here. Oh, because, um, yeah, I, I want to hear everything because... Andrew and I met in Atlanta, and he was really nice to me. We drove around and got to hang out. How did, well, how did you meet in Atlanta? We were doing a show at the Laughing Skull. Okay. Yeah. Which, which I haven't performed at yet. Well, Why not? It's a great it's club. Sorry, I was just in town because I had done a college, like at a military school, which uh-huh. actually was really good. And then I stayed in Atlanta that weekend, and I was drinking at the time. I don't drink anymore, but I remember being like hungover all day, and then I would go out at night. Um, but yeah. I remember that clearly. But so we met, um, but I don't know like your story, where you're from, when you came out. Which we typically don't do with guests. We never really ask. We don't go too deep into like, where are you from? Tell us your craft. We just sort of like <laughs> want to talk about sex. But I'm That's curious. Where, like, so where, do you, where are you Where from? am I from? I, well, I'm a military brat. Bounced around a lot as a really young kid, but settled in Atlanta and started doing comedy there. So how, was, how long have you been doing comedy for? Six years. Okay, so we're all about... How long have you been comedy for? Started, take out that gap, that little gap. I'd say seven years, but okay. longer because I was yeah. doing it for a couple years and then I stopped for a full year. I'm running. I'm going on seven years, January 1st. That's crazy. Wow. That's a short amount of time. We really have to figure out this microphone situation for the next time. I mean, we're a little campfire, which I like. <laughs> 
But then I'm worried that this, we're going to do this for 45 minutes and you're not going to be loud enough and the, or you're going to be... I'm going to be too loud because I'm right in the middle. Yeah, so mine's not. like kind of... The, no, I would, don't touch Uh-oh. it. Like, you can't. We just balanced it. But I'm going to be the voice of God. And then there's going to be it's like two too queer quiet. voices on the side <laughs> that are just sort of like... And when I was in... <laughs> and then I'm like, that's interesting. Tell us more. Well, I love doing comedy. I quite top. Emma, what do you think? Well, I usually agree with that, but I think also. I mean, that's what it's, is it going to sound like that? was like a that? really talented that was sound. Great. <laughs> yeah, if anyone could see. It's very physical. That was my, yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm getting a core workout in this chair. There you go. Um, so, okay, you do, you're fit. How did you change your body? I was just sad and depressed. And Me right now. Schlumpy and no. And why, why were you sad and depressed? I think I just was because I didn't, I don't know. But well, I just we'll, I was, we'll dig in. I, we can. Um, I was just tired and just not feeling well all the time. So I was like, oh well, why don't I start to like work but out? Why were you better? tired and not feeling well? Were you overweight? You mean a little bit? Okay. Well, my my mother she told me she was like, can I give you some motherly advice? And I said, yeah. Oh and she, god. And she just goes, you're fat. Okay. Well, that's like, not advice. I mean, that's oh, right. Like, well, your mother should have said, can I give you an insult? Right. Motherly advice is, I think you should be getting yourself back. Like, you should get into shape. We should talk about this. Are you upset? Not. My, I want to give you some motherly advice. Like straight up. My You're mom fat. said that to me when I was little. When I was, I was a really overweight kid, and she didn't say it. No, she did kind of say, She made the doctor say it. The doctor was like, you're overweight, you need to lose weight. No, my mother said it just point blank. And what did you say to that? I just said, oh, okay. And, and then, then And then I kind of, well, it was kind of the, like, that's kind of how my mom is. We're very just like... You say it as it is. We're just like straight up as it is. Don't sugarcoat anything. And so. Well, maybe you sugarcoat it a little too much. <laughs> yeah. I'm teasing. Is that not funny? That's Sorry. Okay. It's a joke. Whatever. Am I going to lose my job from that? Who would fire you? Everyone. No. Dude, everyone will fire me. Um, I said hello and they're like, up. I heard a vowel incorrect there. <laughs> there was a comic named Forgats who said a joke about like who would you get fired? Who would fire you in comedy? He's just like, it's not like. Bill Co- and his example was Bill Cosby would so now it really doesn't apply. But um, so when she said you're fat and then you just ex- started exercising and stuck to it. Well, what I smoked for a long time and so I cigarettes. Uh, yes, oh. <laughs> that's where my Emma's brain goes. She goes to the drugs and I go to the quick fix. I'm like yeah. cigarettes. So pop. I smoked cigarettes for a long time and I quit smoking. And but then, don't you love smoking cigarettes? I know I kind of I love it. them Me too. Oh, I love them. I, I think miss they're great. It. Oh, yeah. Of course. That's the thing with addiction. Like, even with, like, drinking, like, I miss drinking. It's not, I didn't stop drinking because I didn't like drinking. I stopped drinking because I fell down the stairs at the comedy cellar. Well, yeah. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, it was really embarrassing. I was just, like, because I I was drinking a lot, and then it was just, like, getting heightened and heightened, and I was in a bad relationship, and I never had alone time, so I would drink, drink, drink. And then I went to the cellar, and I had just taken my Adderall late in the day, and I fell down the stairs. Embarrassing. And I splatted on my face. Well, that's so, happened to me a couple of times. It was, and Matteo does a little... That's Liza Minnelli. Impression. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so you smoked, I, you were upset, your mother called you fat. Yeah, I quit smoking. Three months later, I hired a personal trainer, and then three months after that, I ran a half marathon. Wow. wow. Yeah. 
Just to Fuck. Like set goals. Did you have to change your it. diet and stuff? Yes, I did. Okay. And I've not been so great with it recently. Well, you, it you look very in shape, so it's fine. I mean, maybe you're, you boosted your metabolism or something. I don't know. I don't right. know how that works, but. I just get impressed that you guys have been able to stick to it. Because I've gotten a personal trainer for like, I think I the longest I did it was three months. And then when it came to me working out, I don't stick to it. But both you guys just keep on. It's part of my routine. And it helps. It's stress relief, really. Because I've never been able to do that. When it, it, It's always like the first thing to go. Like Then if I feel like overwhelmed, I just stop working out. Yeah, and if I don't go, like if for whatever reason, if I miss a couple days, it just makes me... I get in a weird mood. I gotta get like that. Do you? Um, yeah, well, I've, I've sort of, like, set a weird standard for myself, because I'm, like, naked all the time on Instagram, so mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I better keep <laughs> this up. Um, but I'm also just, it's, I'm trying to get fucked. Um, Mateo had a breakup about... Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. I'm sorry. It was rough. Um, so I'm just wildly desperate and unhinged. Okay. That's where I'm at right now. So, if you hate me... I don't really, I can't, I'm like, I'm like, like Susan Boyle right now. I just can't register anything but like one emotion. Hers was singing, mine's Why like a would rage. Because I'm neurotic and I think that everyone doesn't like me. I think it's being a comedian. I think that is, yeah. Yeah. Do you feel the same feel way the sometimes? Same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, that I'm, oh, for sure. You're so, fr you're so friendly. It's a gay, it would be a gay thing too, right? I think it right? is too. A little self-hatred. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just, yeah. Kind of like beating people to the punch with it. So were you, did you start doing com? so you, when you started doing comedy, you were in different shape? Yes, and not out. You started in the closet? Yeah. How, how long ago did you come out? It was, the first time I ever did comedy was in college, so like I tried it, like. Hey ladies. Pretty much. Yeah. And it was not, I, in Macon, Georgia, which is the middle of nowhere. Highlighters. Pretty much. That's my best southern accent. And it was, yeah. Do you have any clips of that? I don't. It's just old clips I, of Paula Dean on the Food Network. Because <laughs> isn't she in Georgia? Wasn't she in Georgia? She, I think she Before was. she yelled Savannah, the Savannah, and then she like screamed the N-word. Mm -hmm. Right. People still go to our restaurant, though. But. Do you right. really? Do people still go there? I mean, I mean, it's in Savannah. It's like world the, famous, and there's a line every time I've been. I'm like, I don't really need to eat there. It's well, yeah, that's just a, a clear sign you are not... Yeah, you're racist. If you're like, let's go to the Paula Dean restaurant. It's like, well... There's got to be another restaurant in yeah, Savannah, like, Georgia, where, like, some of the else. best food in the country is. And I just want a southern biscuit. Oh, I love southern food. And peach cobbler. I love peaches. Now okay. I sound like I'm talking to, like, you know, like, <laughs> someone from another country. I'm like, I love this thing you have. <laughs> I'm like my South. mother. Yeah, but no, but I, I do. I like, I like peach cobbler. And people are very sometimes offended by the fact that I say I love peaches. But I, they're my favorite. Well, they're my second favorite fruit. What's the favorite? Raspberries. Love a raspberry. Well, raspberries are the best one. fruit. Strawberries. I love strawberries, but they got nothing on raspberries. And get those blueberries away from I me. I love blueberries. No. I'm not a blueberry person. I'll I'm do blueberries in things and banana in things. But I, I love like, see, not by Bananas itself. should mind their own business. <laughs> bananas should just be bananas. There shouldn't be banana bread, banana muffin, banana... Bananas should mind their own business. I didn't know you hated bananas. I like bananas by themselves. Like but they just eat a banana? Yeah. But I can't have a um, banana in like a bread. Some type of bread, breading or something. I can't. It's so offensive to me. That's so... Banana, I no I thank you. I feel the way about tomatoes when I was little. If it had any tomato juice in it, I'd be like, I'm not touching it. You didn't have red sauce when you were a kid? I was I that bitchy Italian kid who got butter. My mom had to make me butter in my pasta. Are you Italian? No. What are you? What are you? I, I don't really know, honestly. Me too. I just know I'm a little bit German. Yeah. I think but... I'm too aware of what I am. 
Super Italian. Super Italian. But I'm also Mexican and Irish. But okay. culturally Italian. And physically I look Italian. Yeah. Would you... Did your parents... How'd they react when you came out? Um, initially, everything was good with my... Mom is still fine. Um, and my dad was... That's a long story. Um, but Who'd you come out to first? My mother. Yeah, me too. Um, and she got she got upset because she just knew that things would be difficult for me in a certain... We got kind of cornered into talking about that the other day because people were asking about the Kevin Hart thing and they were like, you know, oh, yeah. but... Yeah, we never talked about that in the last podcast. Yeah, that they were like, but you know, it'd be... How would you feel if your kid was gay? And I said, it is harder for them, so I understand not wanting your kid to be gay for that reason. And that's what she got upset about. Which and I she, get. And she said, she, she told me too, she's like, well, my dreams for you have now kind of Who changed. gives a shit about your... Not your mother, right. but I'm just saying, I hate that excuse where it's like, my dreams. Like, look, you didn't have me for you. You had me to give me life. Right. So enough of this, like, but my dreams for you is like, you're a selfish person. I just but called your mother selfish. No, but she... But, but she, she also called you fat, so... And she's, <laughs> I mean, your mother said. Got, but she said, she goes, she goes, that's... My dreams have changed for you, but that, that's fine. Well, that's that like good. that's good. That's good. It wasn't like it wasn't a selfish thing. We all Cher was upset when Chaz first you know addressed that she was a lesbian. I think it was in the nineties when she, you know they Chaz came out of the closet. She was either out of out of the closet. Or he was out of out of the closet. Excuse me, when he was out of out of the closet, um, we got in trouble she, for misgendering Chaz. But we were only talking about Chaz before Chaz had transitioned. So it was using the pronoun when Chaz wasn't Chaz. Heard. So it yeah, was so uh, right, someone so called me transphobic. Anyways, so um, when Chaz, when he came out first as a lesbian in the 90s, I believe, Cher was, like, famously, like, I don't like it. She said that? Yeah, she was famous. She was out, like, she wasn't, she, she, at first she wasn't okay with it, and then she came around to it, which kind of humanized Cher, because it was like, well, this is something that I think a lot of parents and kids go through. Right. So, you know, there's time, every, any parent you come out to, like, who knows how they're going to react, and it's okay if they react bad or good. It's going to take them time to adjust. I get that. You know what I mean? So it was, it was, it was kind of humanizing for Cher in, in a way. And then Chaz, you know, said that he was transgender and Cher was much better the second time right. around. But she even went on David Letterman, Cher, and talked about Chaz and was, and was very, like, comfortable with it and stuff. It was, like, a very healthy evolution. Which is something I feel like now people aren't getting to have that evolution as much because it's, like, the first thing they say, you get your head bitten off so much that then they retreat and don't say anything again if they're even allowed to. Because if we, they, we, we're going to go down into this path again, though. We went to, just down this path the last podcast, and we were like, well, hey, hey, everyone. The, like, with, we didn't get to talk about Kevin Hart. No, we though, should. But, but there's three yeah. three gays here. We should. Good point. Um, I wonder if you need to sit closer to this side, because the microphone's not going to hear you. And the Kevin Hart, I usually err on the side of comedians, usually mm-hmm. with that stuff. Because, but since he already had apologized for it, I thought maybe he should apologize. He, uh, if you want, I don't know. I thought he already apologized for it, and it, if it, I'd rather what he did than an insincere apology, too. What was your take on it? My understanding is that he had apologized, but I almost just he could have said, "I've already, I'm sorry. I already apologized for this." We're moving on. My right. argument is that you know this is the gaze. This is our one night. This is our Super Bowl. Straight people shouldn't even be allowed. 
You know what I mean? It should, they shouldn't even be there. This is our net. Look, and we compromise, okay? The same way we compromise in the Super Bowl, the straights get the sports, we get the halftime. We compromise at the Oscars, too. We get Best Actress, they get Best Sound. That is how we compromise. They get sound. Yeah. Well, they get the, and the Best Cinematography and right. stuff like that. But, and Best Foreign Film. But, you know, um, and we want Best Actor and Best Actress. So, you know, it's that's our Super Bowl. So it's like, oh, it just is, it was so... It's like... Uh, I'm not even sure. And so we, you think you should have apologized more? I don't know. I was just trying to make a joke because I'm going to do this on Comedy Central tomorrow. But um, I, uh, I think the thing he did, he didn't even say jokes. Like I read the tweets. I'm like, oh, these aren't jokes. You just don't like gay people. Yeah. Uh, that's what that is. But then from if, but, way back though, yes, right? But, but what I was going to say is, if someone redeems themselves, learns from their life lessons, and then. Um, you know, repent, whatever. They change and they become and evolve as a better person. I'm pretty sure that's what we all want. Andrew Schultz, who I don't agree with 99% of the time, and I told that to his face, he made a great point saying, you know, he did the thing we want people to do. We want them to change their mind and grow and evolve. So are you, this sounds like it's just a revenge thing. And it's like, yeah, you know, I get, I, I don't know. I don't, I... I'm just glad I didn't have Twitter in college because the first oh my time God. the first time I went to go see a trans person speak, I remember it was a trans man and I was like, I'm going to act, not even in a malicious way. I was like, oh, I wonder if he has a penis or a vagina. So I set out to go. That was my question. And then during I was a freshman and then during the and you were thinking you were asking an educational question, not understanding not what it means mean. to be trans yeah. and what that whole dialogue. Yeah. I just felt like, oh, I want to know. Right. Right. Which is the problem because it's like you're not thinking of the person as a person. So I was like, I guess I felt entitled to know. So then when the, he started talking, he was like, you know, I can't believe that some people will just ask me about my genitals and like the random spaces people who don't even know me and i was like oh god because that was what i like set out to do like i had it written on a piece of paper and i just crossed in it a out. map right so if like I had, you were like there was like a treasure hunt <laughs> no like, no if i had had twitter I, maybe i could have tweeted it at them and then now people would be like you know i'd the be fuck? getting right Oh, uh, yeah, I just think what Kevin Hart said was stupid, and I hope he doesn't feel that way, and his he was a little defensive at first. I mean, if most people didn't realize what was going on, he could have made a public statement saying, like, of course I apologize, and of course I love my LGBT community, and this is something that happened 10 years ago, and I'd I be mean, bombed. that would have been nice, yeah. But I think he came off immediately like, I love who I've become, and I'm, the, you know, and it was like, what? Okay, right. you know, next time this happens, like, maybe just take a step back and then figure out, like, a bet. Maybe hire a PR person. Yeah. Totally. Get, get PR in there. A gay I mean? PR yeah. person. Get a gay friend. A yeah. Gay, yeah, he'd be like, I'm going to defer to... But I do I do think that's a funny joke, that the, that's, the Oscars are our Super Bowl, that's our night, straight people shouldn't be allowed at all. You think that's, that's a funny take? It's a strong take. It's funny, right? I say go for it. Do you I think it's not funny? I think it's funny. <laughs> I mean, I... I now, because of the YouTube comments, strong takes, I got, I'm got i getting skewered in the YouTube comments. Yeah. So now I'm like, I mean, I'm not going to back down from strong takes, but I can't advise on them at the current moment. Well, I'll get my hell soon. Um, but anyway, so welcome to New York. What brings you to New York? <laughs> Just coming to hang out with some friends. Oh, work. See some, see some. Do you ever think about moving here for comedy? I've thought about it. Yeah. Would you... But- p- Pick here over Los Angeles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the. Mm, yeah, that's the. Like that's an easy choice. Yeah. 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 Very easy yeah. choice. <laughs> would 
what and what's your dating status now? Because I am so single. Because when I saw you before, you were dating somebody. Yeah, and that ended poorly. How did it end? Um, I, <laughs> well, that one I found out that he was, I guess, essentially cheating on me no. with someone. Yeah. Interesting. Tell us more. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so that ended. But I did I see you when I was here in June? No. I don't think so. How'd you find out he was cheating? Well, that's because I started dating someone else, and he got, like, very upset about it. Um, so you like, told Like, go rationally. Wait, while you were dating him, you started dating someone no, else, after and then we accused were, him of cheating? No, no. After we were done and ah. broke, broke up, um, I started dating someone else, and he got, like, we were trying to remain friends. Right. That's always a tricky move. Yeah. We'll be friends. Right. And so, yeah, found out that he got, like, weirdly upset that I was dating somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then I found out through the grapevine that he was already dating somebody else. And I was just like, oh, okay, interesting. Like, he failed to bring that up, found out the guy's name, and was like, oh, that's a guy that tried to FaceTime him at 1 a.m. when we were Whoa. in bed together. And so I was like, it all makes sense. My, what a tingle web we we yeah. when first we planned. So now we don't, we are not friends. We do not speak. Did we you do confront not. him? Oh, yeah. And what did he say? He's just like, uh, 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 and God. Well, that's not a good answer. Uh, uh, Yeah, uh, and uh. so I I, I said my... Comics usually are pretty quick on our feet, too. Like, if we get cornered, like, no matter what comes at us, we can... We got something. But, yeah, no. My friend dated a comic, and he cheated. He cheated on her, and she caught him. Like, she caught him point blank. Like, you met up with this woman, and he goes, I met up with her to get ice cream. No! And then told her a whole story about the ice cream and the person at the ice cream shop, and she was like, comedians are nuts. She was like, he just... (laughs) just, Too many details? Yeah, too many... Just came... Well, we we met up to get ice cream, because we had to talk, and she had ice cream craving, and it it was like... We're also like 20 steps ahead. Yeah. Because it's like, most people are just like dealing with what's happening, but we're so used to being on stage, not only dealing with happening, but thinking about what jokes we're going to do, what's not working, who's laughing over there. So our brains are programmed to think like 50 steps ahead of people. That's why when you watch comics argue each other, it's interesting because like, it's like, it's like Smash Brothers. It's like the ultimate, I just bought Smash Brothers. It's like the ultimate battle of watching these people go at it. Right. Which could ultimately make someone good at cheating if they so wanted to do that. But I don't cheat because I'm a good boyfriend. I used to cheat in college, and now I that I would consider that I wouldn't one. This is not the right reason, but like I wouldn't have one. I don't have the desire to, but also I wouldn't have the like the time to do that. Like that's like a that's like that's a lot of time. Well, there's yeah. there's like Cheating. nurturing happening in there. Although I think gays is different. You can cheat, get a grinder profile, put on discreet, don't show your face, meet up, get your dick sucked, leave, and it's never spoken of again. Right? Do you do the dating apps? I've tried. What but happened? after since not that I dated for a second they were gonna say after nine eleven <laughs> and I was like well this he took it really serious. to heart I don't know why I really after thought you were like but since nine eleven because that's like something that's like the lead you know what I mean I don't know why <laughs> he no. took it really personally and just clicked, yeah I could know? see why well I got I've been a couple months out of the relationship with the guy that da da da, da and so I've tried to get on them but not. it's hard I'm just kind of like ugh. I think Instagram yeah. is the new dating app. I, to True. me, I, that's what Have I do. Have you met someone through Instagram? I think, maybe. Matei, you're the only person I know that has been able to do it. And it all went to hell! But, um... <laughs> slid into your DMs. Yeah, you did. yeah I slid you into his it. DMs. Okay. Yeah, that was it was me. I created my own problem. Um, but anyways, enough about me. Uh, so how long are you in town for? 
I'm actually I so leave tonight. Lean this way, just so you'd remember, because yeah, you're gonna. He, he heads been, back. Uh, I leave tonight. I've been in town since Wednesday. Did you fly? Mm-hmm. What airline? Southwest. Okay. All right. He's a big Delta, and then I'm. I'm a very. I'm a. I'm a defender of Delta. Okay. And then I'm stuck on United because they're the only ones that would give me credit. You can call them and match your miles with Delta. You can call Delta and say I want to become a Delta flyer, and then they'll give you the they'll match your status and miles. I maybe yeah maybe I'll do it because I'm sick of going out to Newark. Oh, oh. Emma, are you trying to make your life miserable? Yeah, that's and I also because I was wasting so much money on Ubers. Now I take like the shuttle. With, like, everybody. So I'm, like, taking a public bus out to Newark. It's not good. Emma! I know. I just, like, I'm just... Oh, like, the indignity! I know. A it's, bus to... Oh, the I, indignity! I, I wear this To guy. Newark! Yeah. But then I get TSA pre-check and I'm bored first. You first. get TSA pre-check at LaGuardia and fly Delta. Right. And JFK. Yeah, and then I fucking... Oh, the indignity. The... To Newark. I know. I just, I'm very unhinged. I'm normally much nicer than I, this. With my I'm tail sorry. between my legs. I've flown out of there once, and I was like, no. Really? Maybe, he was bruised. I think gay men have more, like, uh, this is like a huge just stereotype. Say it, when I'm you sure guys don't like something, it's like, I feel like, I, well, this might be really isn't true, but it seems like gay men have more um, self, like, lesbians maybe put up with more. I enjoy that, the scenery uh, from here to Newark, right? They, I, and the foliage, and um, like and gay guys. If it's like no, they're like no, I'm not doing that. Uh, it, well, I'm also gay and Italian, so it's like there's it's everything's black and white. It's a self, it's probably a self respect thing, but um, have you noticed guys treating you differently since you've been like getting in shape? Getting in shape and yes. single. That's great. Like, are they approaching you more? I would say yes. See. We're very Howard Stern today. And it, We're like interrogating him. But I always get to it, um, especially in, in Atlanta, because there's I'm not this way. But I try to withhold the fact that I do comedy. Oh first. yeah. Why? Oh, I do too. But that makes oh. you interesting. I know, but that's oh. but it, it, I think it just sets a weird standard. Fucking, I, I hate. I always try to withhold comedy. I hate it if someone knows I do comedy because then they want to talk. It's just. But I, you, it's, it's sort of out there now. I mean, you have a Netflix special. It's well, I kept getting kicked off of Tinder because of that. They thought I was like making a fake, fake. account of me, and I was like, no, it's this it's is me. me. I'm I'm swiping around. But I hate. You don't want someone to know you do comedy. It's in. Not embarrassing, but it's just, like, weird to talk about. Yeah. Like, so do you, do you, will you lie or will you just not? Well, yeah, what's I your just job? don't say it. All right, let's say we're on a date. Hey. Hi. Uh, it's, it's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you, too. Yeah, you look great. You look just like your photos. That's okay. great. That's, like, something that's great. It's yeah. great. I don't know why I'm Zach from <laughs> Saved by the Bell. <laughs> um, so, uh, thanks for taking me to uh, Red Lobster. Um, what? <laughs> that's where you're putting uh, me? Yeah, well, I love, the, I, I love the cheddar biscuits, the and so you knew, you knew that because I put that on my profile. Um, so, what do you do for a living? Okay. I'm an accountant, by the way, so you know what my job is. I manage is. a bar. Oh, what bar? The Vortex. You oh, The Vortex. I've never been there. Where is it? It's in Midtown Atlanta. That's interesting. And it's and, at a comedy club. And it's at a comedy club. And, 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 oh, it's by a comedy club. Do you like comedians? Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. That's interesting. So what about comics do you like? You seem like you might be a good comedian. <laughs> it's so terrible. There's even a light, so terrible. There's even a light above you oh. and a microphone in your, <laughs> in your head. This date's not going. No, right. it's not going. Where's our waitress? Most of my dates. Do yeah. you usually like more masculine, like more toppy men or more... Bottomy men. You're versatile. He's trying to think of the most I'm, political I'm answer because there's a microphone on. 
Because if I was a gay guy, I think I'd be kind of versatile, but more like top. I'd be more toppy, I think. I like to say I'm a verse bottom, a which verse. means I'm a bottom. But I like I like being a top, but I just need the right energy. Right. Yeah. Like, I can't just, I'm not one of these, like, you want it. Like, I, there's no way anyone can take me seriously. Well, that's, I was talking about this with this gay guy I used to live with who was super toppy. And he was like, I'm down for having my boyfriend top me, but he's not convincing. He's like, he's so flaming that he's just, I don't buy it. So then I just flip him over and I fuck him. I just flip him over. <laughs> like, if someone's going to be really, like, toppy. You also don't have to answer these questions. No, it's fine. These are not. Um, I think it depends on the person. <clears throat> right. And yeah. I've dated... Which means you're verse. I've dated Versatile. more masculine men. I've dated more feminine men. It just kind of depends. It's so interesting. We're at Applebee's. What would you say I am with this voice? I thought it's you was more masculine. Voice. Yeah. Because... <laughs> <laughs> That's the best I got. That's the, I'll never be a top. It's... Because I think sometimes pe- I... When I showed... Um, I was doing a gay guy's, like... It was something in club. It was like a gay guy's vacation resort thing. <laughs> and afterwards, I showed some of them pictures of Mateo, and they were like, ooh, daddy. Yeah, I get called daddy yeah. a lot. I'm like, I exude no daddiness. And I said, I was like, actually, like, his his boyfriend's more the man one. And they were like, what? And I was like, hey, just kidding. That's not a real no thing. No boyfriend anymore. Ex-boyfriend at the time. And then, they were, and then they were like, they were surprised by that. But I guess you can never tell who's a top and a bottom with a gay guy because I knew a real Twinkie gay guy and he was like, I'm the top. You know, some of those Twinkies yeah. have those huge dicks. You're like, what? Where, Where did that come from? Yeah, right. it looks like a kickstand. Right. <laughs> the Margaret Cho joke. The yeah. straight, the guy, the hyper-masculine gay guy I lived with, he said his boyfriend, the feminine guy, had a huge dick and he's like, the audacity to have that dick and not be using <laughs> The indignity of you getting a bus to Newark. <laughs> right. Emma, you're on a TV show. <laughs> I used to- Join Delta and get in a cab. I got it. Well, I used to take t- cabs all the time then I was, when I was flying so you're much. Going to Newark. I know. I got to get more financially that. responsible. I can't. This is the most shocking thing I've ever My heard money management skills sucks. Like, I, whatever money I have that month, I almost always spend it. So I'm trying to be better what? about like, it. Yeah. Well, recently I've been better about it. But, like, going on ta- <laughs> taxis to taxis $56 to Newark. $56 to Newark in a taxi. It's the 80. same to. It's, 50, it's $60 to JFK. It's $30 to LaGuardia. Yeah. And, the, and then the bus is, like, super Call cheap. Delta, match your status. Get with Delta. Be it look fly out of LaGuardia if you're. If spouse. Delta doesn't want to sponsor our podcast, I really don't know what they're doing with their life. Delta, if anyone's listening to Delta and they fly to, or they are Delta employees, God, all those. Okay, um, they should. We should be there. We should. They I should would be our love sponsors. it. Um, I want to hear about. So when you came out doing comedy, what was that like? Yeah, I did. It was in college, and I actually did a show. I came out on stage in a dress. I did, like, this weird joke about it, and, like, everyone paid, like, five bucks to come see- I made $300 that night. That's, that's the way to come out. And is like, to make it was on tape somewhere. It. You build it like that? You were like, I have a secret? No, I just was like, I'm doing a show. Because I, I was in school in Milledgeville, and there was nothing. And so have I you- was driving to Atlanta, which was two hours, and so I finally was like, fuck it, I'm going to find a bar. And how, do you do mind, how old are you? Do you mind me asking? 30. Okay, so you're 30. So you came out three years ago, you said? No, no, no. Five it's years? Been longer than no, that. 18? 12? It was like right when I started doing comedy. Okay, so you were 23, 40. Somewhere in there, yeah. So that's a little later. Did you, do you you feel like you changed, like, when you, you know, when I was trying to be straight, I always liken it to that 
giant cow among the small cows. Like, that's what I looked like <laughs> trying to blend in with straight people. Just so obvious. Um, but, you know, I tried putting on, like, the mask thing. Yeah. I tried to, like, act tougher. And, and dress had a girlfriend. Again. I had boyfriends. Yeah, I worked. I worked, dated a girl, Francesca Michaels, and broke up with her in the yarn section. Um, but uh, did you act differently? Like, were you really aware of, like, trying to act straight? Or were you just you and Not people called you Not necessarily, yeah. Did people say we? I think you everyone. Yeah, everyone already. It was not that big of a secret. Right. Really? See, I feel like you could probably pass for straight. But I think I don't know if it was. I think it's like as the older I've gotten, the more comfortable with myself I've become. So it, I've just kind of I'm like, this is just me. Is it weird the just, older I've gotten, the more enraged I've become with myself? I get that too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm angry all the time. I mean, I don't know if I don't know what it is, but yeah, I'm like pissed. And also, I'm like, this isn't how it's supposed to be. I was supposed to run for Congress and have like seven billion dollars <laughs> and like everything I wanted. I, I love that you one wanted to run for Congress yeah. and two think that they make seven billion dollars. I was delusional. Oh, that's a Republican <laughs> and taking money. I yeah, I mean, I thought you just as you know, you don't things don't work out as they should, and it can make you pissed. Uh, did you have girlfriends? No. You never had a girlfriend? No. Were you oh. having sex, though, with men? Not secretly. Not in Milledgeville. In the middle of nowhere, Georgia, no. Yeah. So then you didn't have a, like, a... No, I, I would say, like, I actually, I came out as gay before I ever slept with a man, which is, like, what about... That's a big leap of faith. That's a big yeah. leap of faith, but yeah. we have people write no, in about know. that, actually. Like, people will write in, like, I've never been with someone, can I identify as gay or bisexual or whatever it is? And, yeah. And, yes. and we firmly stand and say no. <laughs> That's our stance. That's the way... Inside the closet. You heard it here first. Yeah. We stand you, and yeah. say yeah. One of no. us has to have sex with you before you yeah. can officially be gay. We're, We're the test. That's what it is. Oh, but God. it's like, of course, of course you can say that you're gay or whatever it is before you've had an experience. It no, is a leap sure. of faith, though. Wait on the time. Because. What, yeah. What <laughs> if it happens and you're like, I oh, need wait. some. No, this doesn't do it for me. I right. think I was like four and I was like, got it. Plus, it's also just who you have a crush on. It's yeah. like even because the first woman I had sex with, I remember being like, I don't like her and I don't like this, but I know that this is right. Yeah, the first guy I had sex with or hooked, messed around with was like a quote unquote artist. And um, he, like, his art was like wrapping wire around his head. And I was like, well, this is embarrassing for everybody involved. But I was desperate for anyone to just rip me out of that right. closet. So I went along with it. That The person, first person I was with ripped me out of the closet. She was like, you're not straight, and I was like, "Yes, I am. Maybe I'm bisexual." And then maybe I'm bisexual. That, that's the that's the seal breaking. Cut to like two hours later, I was like, "I'm, I'm the man, right, yeah. exactly." Mm -hmm. Who I'm the man one. That's mm -hmm. what I'm getting skewered with on YouTube. Yeah, she's a, yeah, yeah. YouTube's going. They're going after her because she said she's the man one. I think it's great. So they're either saying I'm being homophobic or I'm being. Like, I'm not really the man. So I'm getting it from both sides. Jeez. I know. You can't win. I really... That one, I no, was like... you better just stick to talking about how airplanes are, are troublesome sometimes. Right. Yeah. That's what you should talk about. You know what's really funny, Emma, that you should do? Um, they give you peanuts on planes. <laughs> Everyone can relate to that. Everyone can. You know what you should I'll talk be like, about? It's the man one peanut. And they'll do, be like, oh, do you ever God. order? Do you ever order a salad and there's just too much lettuce? Right. People We're, people relate to that. <laughs> you should talk about that. I'll try it. You should because you want to know why people relate to that. Right. Fuck off. If anyone doesn't like Emma, you can go fuck yourself. Right. I or agree. it's fine. Just don't call me fat. I really am not this much in a rage, but I'm in a rage. Did you start talking about being gay right away on stage? Did, you, did people like react? weirdly to it not as much as i do now 
now I'm kind of just like unapologetically, especially in the South. Right. Yeah, what's the homophobia? Is there homophobia like when you get on stage sometimes? So, oh yeah, sometimes. I even noticed it in Atlanta, like, because Atlanta's really progressive, but I remember. It's when- also like part, like, gay mecca. Very Midtown gay. is, yeah. Very gay, but I remember there's been like maybe like 10 times where I've noticed once I mentioned I'm gay, a shift in the room. And one of the times was in Atlanta. And I was like, oh, okay. It's a little bit, it's, I just give, don't give them the chance to, I just steamroll over it. Just like, just hit them with it. But I say, buckle up, bitches. Did they, has anyone ever like heckled it? Oh, for sure. See, that has never I happened. I just blow anymore. my hecklers. <laughs> Have you been heckled a homophobic thing in New York? Emma, yes. Are you really? Joking? See, of I never course. have had that in New York. Really? No. No, I have in New York, of course. I've had people be, like, weird, but no one's ever... Sometimes the homophobia, it's either really loud or, like, very subtle. Like, they won't look at you. Yeah. And that's when I say, I address the whole audience, that you're not going to catch the gay. Chill out. Like, I'm not Medusa of See, gays. they don't yeah. do that to gay women, I don't think, where they wouldn't look at me. I mean, they might be like, ugh, like look at me but no they i haven't had they've looked at me like weird like i'm funny looking and they're trying to figure it out but not like at one time a guy averted eye contact it was in like columbus ohio but he maybe just was it could have been sometimes i'll think it's a gay thing but maybe he just maybe he had a fucking vision problem i don't know but i'm like he's homophobic but it could have been maybe i had something on my shirt or something. Do you think like it's that. different for lesbians versus gay men? I think maybe because I haven't had someone well, yell at me. There's more exposure of lesbians in comedy than there are gay men, for Definitely. sure. Right, because the most famous gay man is. In comedy. Right, that does stand. Because I was going to say Jack on Will and Grace. He's not stand up. Not stand up. So the most famous gay male comedian is uh, Mario Cantone. Mm hmm. And he's from Sex in the City. Google mm-hmm. Mario Cantone. How, this is how bad my gator is with men. I saw him, and I said to my friend, I go, I think that guy's gay. While he's reenacting Cats on he's, stage. He's on stage at Gotham Comedy Club. Doing his best Liza Minnelli impression. <laughs> Years ago, I go, that guy seems gay. Well, that's what people should be like, saying. They should be saying he's gay. I mean, and it's fine. You know, it's the same way like Richard, like, well, Richard, we talked about this story, but it's like people just like gay people as long as they don't come out of the closet. Like Richard Simmons never right. said he was gay, so we're like, it's an act. It's fine. It's fun. And then the second you're like, oh, I suck dick, they're like, you're going to hell. Yeah. I feel like if you didn't say you were gay, though, then people now would be like waiting for you to say it. Like they'd be like, "Does he not know that he's gay?" It'd be, can you imagine me going on stage for more than six minutes and just not saying talking about it? I think people would get weird. I think they'd be like wanting you to address it. Mm-hmm. You know, because like unless you were like really putting on an act, which I think would be fucking hard to do if you're doing stand up and not being yourself, because then you're really telling a lie. Oh, for sure. You know, like, because talking about being straight would be brutal if you're not. Boring. You'd be boring. What would you even, did you have jokes about women? No, I really don't remember. I just, like, didn't talk about anything. Right. Really. You just got on stage, you're like, hey, everyone. Pretty much. (laughs) I don't remember. For 12 minutes. They're, like, lighting you. You're like, come on. Hello. I'm not done yet. Who, who are your comedic influence? I feel like, you know, NPR. Uh, Welcome back. If you're tuning in, I'm Terry Gross. Um, who are some of the comedic influences that you listened to growing up? Uh, Margaret Cho. Love. 
For sure. She's a good one for, yeah, I, I, she had a huge gay guy following. She too. still does. She still, still does. does. I really didn't realize that about the, the most famous gay guy is Mario Quintone for stand-up. I've been saying this for years, Emma. Right. For years. It's, that's interesting. Because, like, even someone, like, five rungs down from him would be, uh, I don't even know. For stand-ups, I guess, I don't know. There's not that many gay guys. Ant. Okay, but, and who did the celebrity weight loss? What was it? Celebrity weight loss? I think yeah. he hosted last he, time. They, you, they had a show where they took overweight celebrities and put them on a giant scale. Oof. <laughs> I mean, that's what reality TV used to be. That yeah. was a show. At the same time, The Swan was happening. Oh, God. All those you women... Won. Plastic surgery. You right? won plastic surgery. You didn't even yeah. win plastic surgery. You just needed a blowout in a new jacket, and they forced them into like months of invasive surgery, hiding them from mirrors and their children, Ooh. and then forced them into a beauty pageant. So it's like you're like Good we Lord. we you spend months recovering and in suffering, and you're still not pretty at all. Right. I mean that's what the the basis of the show was. And I would watch 18 seasons of it. <laughs> I'm sure my friend Patrick Powers today. He's like also I think that the producers are they're in prison. Absolutely. I mean, they have to be in prison. They have. There's no way that they've survived. You can't have the swan on your resume and ever work again. Yeah, that was that show wasn't a hit, right? Oh, I think it was a big. I think people were shocked. Right. And people were like, "Oh my god!" Like they were just. I think they were. I mean, that show is like the most memorable. Fear Factor has nothing on the swan. That's true. It's like, People are literally eating scorpions, and the swan's like, you think that's bad? Right. We just took out this woman's ribs cage and plumped up her boobs and liposuctioned her and gave her new lips and teeth in a night, and we won't let her see mirrors in her family. And then... I'll eat a scorpion and eat her it. not win a beauty pageant. Yeah. Right, and then that, told her, you know what, after right. all that, you still aren't pretty enough. Oof. What I, is the lesson we learned in that show? Um... It's on the inside what counts. That's the ultimate thing. Are there a lot of gay comics in Atlanta? There's a handful of us. Really? Yes. I'm trying to think if I met any other ones. Ian Aber, do you know him? Mm-mm. No. He's... Um, there's a few others. I saw a really funny gay guy in L.A., and I like tried to chase after him to get his name, but Zach, he had left. Blonde hair? Skinny? No, tall, dark features. But I remember seeing a guy named Daniel Webb I thought was really funny. <gasps> He's funny. I like his voice. Yeah, he just did the Laughing Skull Fest this past year. There's, a, there's a lot of us gay comics doing it. We're around. We're do- no, we're doing it. We're, we're doing, doing it. it. I mean, we're really doing it. Some, and gay guys are going to have, when it pops through and gay guys do start to get famous, that is going to be like a huge thing. I, I think, think it do- is. I'm, it's, there's like James Adomian, mm-hmm. Julio Torres, uh, Tim Dillon, Frank Liotti, Joel Kim Booster, uh, uh, Guy Branham, uh, Z- uh, Zach. Why the fuck am I forgetting Zach's last name? Even Mayron. Bob the Drag Queen, Mayron Kagani, um, per- uh, Dwayne Perkins. Um, uh, oh, uh, Jabuki. Like, there's a bunch of us. Thomas Dale. Thomas Dale. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of gay comics, and it's it's we're doing it. Yeah, it's like it's like bubbling up because now there's enough gay comics where you can have. Difference in styles and like opinions. Oh yeah, we're sure. all different and all but different. There's still more lesbian ones that are getting more visibility. I feel because like. it's something that people know, right? Because I was joking around for a while that it felt like the lesbian Hunger Games. I was like, everywhere I go, there's a goddamn another lesbian comedian. Do you feel? Do you still up. feel it's the lesbian Hunger Games? See, I see another gay comic and I get excited because yeah. it just means it's going to be easier for me down the road. I get excited if I think 
Yeah, if I feel like if I think the comic's really good, then I get excited. Mm-hmm. Like Fortune Femster makes me really love, excited. Love Fortune. Love Fortune Femster. I, oh, I'm her opener a lot. I think she's great. But for some reason, I get like extra like, oh God, when I see like a lesbian comic who I, this is the thing, humor's so subjective, so I shouldn't, but if it's a lesbian comic that seems like really preachy and doesn't have any punchlines and feels like a headache, mm-hmm. then I'm more like, oh no, oh no, oh no. Yeah, but, but, but people d- love that too. But also, whatever another comic does has nothing to do with you. Totally. You know what I mean? So it's like, there's going to be different audiences for different people. The same way that Nanette Social, for some reason, just made everyone so angry. It's like, well, then it's just not for you. Like, Did it's people just, ask it's, you about that? Because we were getting asked about it constantly, about Nanette. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. The Hannah Gatsby special. People were, yeah. we got an article where this, they were comparing us to Nanette unfavorably. First of all, we liked Nanette. And then yeah, the, the right. woman who wrote, wrote the article... Um, pretended she was on our side and then trashed us in the article being like, we're not anything like Hannah Gatsby, so we're the problem with comedy. It was like, bitch, we are trying to find the, like, there's a variety in comedy. We yeah. were called low-hanging fruit. Oh, wow. Which is, a, which is a double, like, it's a pun. It's a real, that's really funny. Uh-huh. That was a good yeah. one on her part. Low-hanging low fruit. fruit. Actually, she did do a good job that with that funny. one. Good yeah. for her. <laughs> but still, I mean, she was a terrible article. Did, did people Did people ask you about that? Yeah. And then you're like... It was just kind of... I don't know. Yes, speak up. Oh. um, Because... I I mean, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I didn't watch the whole thing. I only watched the first 20 minutes, which I liked a lot. Yeah. And then I... I was like, Emma... The I need only to watch the point was to watch the, the other part of the it. The last, right? You, if you watch the first twenty minutes, minutes, it's like that's like watching the first half of Titanic and being like, it "Seemed like a nice little love story." <laughs> no, <Yes>. the boat <laughs> crashes and everyone dies. Like you have to watch the second part. I think I'm maybe I'm scared to watch it because I really there probably liked, is some fear there. The, the first when I watched the first part, I was like, "Oh, this is really funny and charming," and then yeah, but so the, I haven't. How seen has what, it been this long and you still haven't seen it? We should watch I don't it together. Know. I guess I'm kind of scared what's going to happen. Well, I don't think it's anything. I don't know. It's not nothing to be scared of. That's for sure. Because I feel like for some reason, if I saw her talk, she talked about abuse, getting abused in it. Yeah, but right. she's talking about she's talking about like her frustrations in comedy and, and herself in comedy and like where the jokes are stemming from and how like the jokes aren't completed because there's the, the the real backstory is so dark and stuff. Like there's like she sort of just goes into like what joke writing is for her and how she feels about it. Maybe I'm scared because I feel like I'd, like, relate too much. Like, do you remember the first time you saw, like, a gay, like, love? The first time I saw two gay people on TV, I turned the TV off. I saw C-3PO and R2-D2, and I thought, (laughs) I'm going to be in space. (laughs) Mine was the L word. That was the first one. Gay culture (gasps) is Princess Leia's hairstyles. Just throwing that out there. Yes. Yeah. She was, that was like, or, I mean, Xena Warrior Princess didn't do it that to me but I remember when I saw two women kissing on the L word I was like and this is ridiculous because I also used to watch porn all the time right yeah but porn is different than erotica porn is different than storytelling porn doesn't deal with the emotional aspects of being a lesbian or gay or whatever you're fledging homosexuality it deals with like prime primal urges yeah this was and i actually like watching straight porn too so but this was like emma two which my mom found you're straight porn yeah and was confused because she was like your sister's watching straight porn and then she's like no it's me but you're a lesbian that doesn't make any sense like i know how do you think i feel (laughs) is that your act that was what yeah yeah and that a lot of times when i do stories about my mom it's pretty made up that is 100% how it happened she was like i would think it was you but it's straight porn it has to be your sister and i was like it was me and she's like no 
you're a lesbian. It's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> One time, my mom, when I was trying, I was trying to start a website for a while. So she was taking a happiness class. Oh my god! Literally, a class on how to be happy. I mean, that is a, the telltale of like we've hit <laughs> rock bottom. A whole other thing. She's taking a she happiness class. Paid and she money. Had a friend of hers from that class had a business, so we all went out. And the friend asked, she's like, just making small talk with me. And she's like, so do you have a boyfriend? And my mom interjects. She goes, no, no, Emma's a lesbian, so she doesn't do that. That's part of being a lesbian. You don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> you have a girlfriend. And the woman was like, oh yeah, of course. Like, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have assumed. And my mom's like, it's fine. It's just they don't have boyfriends. They have girlfriends. And then we like, I was like. And then we moved along, but it was cute. I love it. Your mom just like really like the progressive mother and yeah, just like, like trying to just show everyone she's. That's that's not how it is. One time she's like, I told. But she's your, right. She is right. She was like, I told your aunt uh, you were a lesbian, and I was like, oh, how'd it come up? And she's like, well, she asked how you were doing, and I said, she's a lesbian, and I was like. That's, not- <laughs> that's a very lost way to deal with. You know what I mean? And, and how is she? And I said she's a lesbian. Like Italians, right. wouldn't there wouldn't even be how is she? It would be you know the yeah. It doesn't the- even mean anything. I was like, well, I'm like I, at the time I was doing really well. It's, I was in college. I was like, I mean, I'm in school. Like I'm doing well. And my mom was like, yeah, you're a lesbian. You're a lesbian. Sometimes, sometimes I wonder how my mother dealt with. I mean, it's a double whammy. My brother's gay too. I mean, okay. me and my brother both gay. I wonder, like, this. I wonder if. There's got to be some something in your mom's. She's room. just like, what did I? What happened? <laughs> what and my cousin's gay, and he's water? basically my brother. I mean, it's. I mean, it really, it's a lot. I mean, I never really thought about it because it's holidays. so normal to me. But like, right. yeah. talk about my mom having a plan. Yeah. I mean, woo, out the window. She had three <laughs> kids, and I mean, now like no chance of grandchildren. I mean, my sister. I don't know if she's gonna have kids. She's not a lesbian, but she's she certainly looks like she could be. And uh, you know, she's a bodybuilder. Okay. And shaved head and everything like that. But she's you know, but um, but uh, yeah. My sister listens to the show, so Kate, when you're listening, I'm not saying you look like a lesbian. We've joked about this before that my you look sister, great. my sister hunts and she's in fitness and all this stuff, right? And then I'm like running around in a sundress trying to be an ice skater. <laughs> so it was like all the roles were switched. But you know, my sister's super hot. And you could still have kids. I can't wait to go home and cook with my sister, by the way. That's the thing. And I don't know I don't, I don't know if she wants kids. The thing is, I don't know if my sister wants kids. I don't want kids at all. I don't want them. Ne- I can barely trust myself with a plant. I don't want I myself with children. Do you no. Do you have any gay like, people in your family? I don't think so. So you're the... That, I'm see, like the token. Your Aunt Zach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like... Is your mom's family, is your family more conservative? Um, my dad's side for sure. Uh, my mom's side, no, not so much. That's also being a comedian is usually like weird to family members. That's yeah. That was. I think that's still more weird. I think mine were like, thank God Mateo's not dead. See, see yeah, that m- mine was totally like. Me being a comedian is way weirder than me being gay. Because really? my mom yeah. hates the comedy. Oh, I don't. I'm, the second I started doing Hate. comedy, my family was like, Yay! Talk about us! And Become famous! I mean, they were so on board. You were always like a little performer, too. If I, I was a fag up. So they probably knew. Still am. They probably knew <laughs> that you were like going to go do something theatrical. Mm-hmm. Whereas my mom was just like, What? Yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What did your mom say when you're like, "I'm a comedian"? She. It was a slow pro. It was a slow process because I took a comedy class. She just was like, she just was like, she what? She's like, we can deal with the gay, right? But you want to do what? Exact. That was actually a hundred percent what it was because gay. She ended up gay, being supportive, but this was. She had like a, a hard time with it. I mean, even I, even after I did Colbert the first time, I remember I was having like a tough string of shows, and I was like. Fuck! And then she was like, "Well, you did Colbert. If you stop now, everyone would know you tried." And I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I know. She's brutal." My mom just came and saw me do comedy for the first time like a month ago. What? What? Yeah. Did you? Was that her? You or you? Her? Her doing? In the beginning, it was. I think. Well, really, her. She was afraid. She told me that she was afraid people weren't going to laugh. So she felt she'd get secondhand, like, embarrassment? I guess. I don't know. That she would be embarrassed um, for me. Can I tell you, the first time I did comedy, 38 members of my family came to watch me do three minutes. <laughs> my grandparents they came. They were so my, excited. My, they all came. And they were all furious I didn't talk about them more. That's such a different... My mom did come sooner, but she was, like, pretty uncomfortable the whole time. But I have a friend that has never seen me do comedy, and she was like, I'm too nervous. Like, what? now right. she's like, I've seen it on TV so fine but she like wouldn't come to a show because of mm-hmm. that reason she was like I get that you don't want to watch your friend fumble and I mean if someone's like I'm gonna become a painter and they do painting that sucks it's alone in a room if you say you want to be a comedian and you suck it's in front of a lot of people and then they don't know how to lie what they're yeah. saying is I don't know how to lie to you if you do bad also they need to people have to understand like sometimes shows are good sometimes they're bad and we're gonna be okay no matter what like before if someone Some- saw me have a bad show I'd be upset but now I'm like yeah now I know how to turn it around or yeah it can be I get nervous if someone see me try out new material I guess but how'd the show go it went great and she loved it thank god oh I know I was like god I couldn't have had a better one that's great and then was she like excited that you're a comedian yeah she's super she's on board with it that's what's your mother's name Susan me too really yeah what, can you do your impression of when your mom and dad talk to each other? So my mom and dad are like super divorced. So whenever they see each other, all they do is my mom goes, Jeff. And he goes, Susan. And that's it. Wait, is your dad really Jeff? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's my dad's name. Really? <gasps> are you yeah. serious? Are we related? <laughs> They're going through Oh, in, mine got divorced way oh. back. Yeah. Yeah. My, like, you need to make divorced. this a bit though, have you? No. I have it not. Is su- there's, it is supremely funny. It's one of my favorite things you say. It's the only thing that they'll say. It doesn't matter how long a time period it is. Like, And they'll say those two things more than once like in that family setting. But that's it. Sometimes I've seen her be like, Susan. Actually, no, there's nothing more than that. You're hitting the court. Yeah. Susan. Yeah. There's no... And then my mom will talk to my stepmom. Really? Then, yeah, my stepmom's awesome. I have an awesome stepmom. So now my mom's like, Ellie's fun. And then my dad's like, fuck. <laughs> well, your mother's doing it because she knows it bothers your dad. <laughs> I don't know. She hated my you're, last stepmom. But you're, but she, at my sister's graduation, my mom and her friend Jean were like, we want to hang out with Ellie. And my dad was like, well, I think we're kind of winding down. And they were staying at a hotel. And my mom was like, they've got a bar there. Why don't we all have drinks there? And I'm sure my dad was in hell. But my mom was like, it's fun to hang out with Ellie. Like, she's so skinny. Like, I love her. <laughs> I love that's the adjective she uses to describe Ellie's her. Ellie's super fit, and so my mom and her friend were like, you're just so thin. Like, how do you do it? Like, mm, 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 mm. And then my dad just probably wanted to die. I'm so that's mad I haven't met your mother yet. You met her friend, Jean. I met Jean, the Italian one. Yeah, Jean came to the comedy cellar. We had dinner. 
she saw Pete Davidson. She goes, I've seen you at the store. And he was like, I don't think so. And she was like, yes, I have. I've seen you at the store in Union Square at the store. And she was like, oh, well, it's good to see you again. And then when he went downstairs, I was like, he's on TV. And she was like, Walt, I've also seen him at the store. And I was like, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> How much time have we done on this podcast? We're just checking. This is being... Oh, wow. We've been oh, we got to end it. Um, what, what can we... Pr- so... What can we promote for you? What's your website? Where are you coming up? Um, Instagram at Original Markle. Um, I'm going to follow you right now. Do you like Instagram more than Twitter? Yes. Me too. I fucking hate Twitter. Twitter I can't do Twitter. I don't, I've never said anything fun. You're really fun. I go on Twitter and I retweet Carly and I retweet Mateo. Original what? Markle. Like Sparkle. What was the name? Andrew Markle. Yep. That was the gayest way to describe your Instagram. I've, just, <laughs> I've embraced it. Because well, when I was a little young gay fledgling, people were like, oh, Sparkle Markle. So I'm like, all right, that's mine now. Right. You can't use that. Markle. Sparkle. Sparkle like Markle. I, when I go on Twitter, I just I will retweet. Although this past time, someone, I got to stop reading the YouTube comments on the. Oh my okay, God. Oh, you've got to stop in the comments. This girl was, and most of them are nice. But then this girl that was saying I was biphobic, I tweeted back at. What? Don't she, engage. Yeah, she said, you don't. don't like bisexuals. And I said, I am a big fan of bisexuals. Actually. What'd she say? I haven't checked. Well, let's I check said, right now. I said, read my other work. Which Wait, my let me other see. Work I'll, I'll check right now because you're recording on your phone. So my I'll other check work right now. is just podcast. But I was like, I like, am such a promoter of, I'm so pro-bisexual. People are always like, I have usually gay people have a hard time with bisexuals. I think gender socially constructed. Uh, sexuality is a talk. They're all talking points. But I personally love bisexuals. I connect best sexually with them. Was this like three days ago? It was after Colbert, that's for sure. So we can so find you on and I just tweeted back at her. So if you look at mine, that's who I tweeted at. I'm looking to check out my podcast. Oh, I'm extremely bi supporter, number one fan. Oh, okay. I so said that, number that one ends fan. It. And then I did a kissy face. Did she write back to that? Nope. Nope, that's nope. right. There you go. Shut down. So we've got um, Original Marco on Instagram, and then where's... Oh, this is the same woman who yelled at me. No. Yes, it is. It's the same woman who yelled at me about bisexuality. Oh, so she's just yelling at everybody. She's yelling she's at okay. everyone. So you know this what? is the same so... woman who accused me of being biphobic. Don't even go... Don't even get in with her. Not she's to be ridiculous. too politically correct, but she clearly just needs to get fucked. <laughs> By someone. By somebody. You know, those bisexuals don't know what just... they want. Just kidding. Bisexuals are usually the most uh, picky, and it's an honor to get to be with any of them. Um, but like, yeah, she just needs, she's, that's what she, 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 she wants us each to have sex with her. Well, everyone, make sure that you follow us on Inside the Closet yep. on our pot, uh, on our, on our Instagram. Also, we have a Patreon page, so please, we put up special content there and tell you secrets we don't reveal on the show. Yep. And our Facebook page. And follow. Date me. And date Mateo and follow Andrew on Instagram and then, and what's your website? Just the Instagram's good. Just the Instagram. And go if you're in Atlanta, he's a regular at Laughing Skull Comedy Lounge, which is a really Tell them fun to book room. Me. Okay. So just, yeah. <laughs> maybe Mateo will be there too. <laughs> Mateo's desperate. It's a great room. It's such it's a great. good setup. It's low ceiling. When I did it, I was doing a showcase. I've never like headlined there. Mm. Um, but it's just like a great spot. Uh, and then check so them out. So she did it once and the lights turned off. They all went off, so everyone got out their phones and they did it. Oh. So that way she said it was one of those magical moments ever. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. So props to Atlanta for that, and hopefully the lights will be working. But so follow us on everything. Follow us on everything. And thank you so much for being our first guest in maybe nine months. Thank you. So thank you.